we're back, and we're excited to bring you this next team on our Brickhouse team previews, counting them down until the NBA season starts. I'm Bob Johnson. And I'm Matt Baker. If people want to trust the process of Brickhouse, you can rate and review the show on iTunes. Leave us five stars if you're so inclined. You can find us at BrickhousePodcast.com. Email us through there. Find us on Twitter at BrickhousePod. I'm at Hey, it's Matt Baker. Philadelphia 76ers, are, we're not ranking them the worst team in the NBA this, this year, is a Matt. Big, this is a big uh, big step up. New day, a new dawn, mm-hmm. a new roast. Mm-hmm. Let's lay some jokes on the Philadelphia 76ers and their fan base. The famous Liberty Bell was deemed irreparably cracked on February 26, eighteen. 18- 46. I actually dug up the newspaper headline from February 25th, the day before. The headline reads, Sixers draft Liber- Liberty Bell. <laughs> Almost couldn't get that one out. <laughs> Sixers coach Brett Brown started his career in Australia, his oh, coaching yeah. career. Mm-hmm. You know, Bob, in Australia, a lot of things are backwards from how they are in America because of gravity. So, for instance, we all know that toilets spin backwards right. in America. Another thing that's different, Brett Brown's basketball teams win in Australia. (laughs) Uh, Brian Colangelo is the NBA GM equivalent of True Detective Season 2. J.J. Redick should be a lot of help to his young Philly teammates this year. Last year, they struggled to hit outside shots. They also didn't have anyone around old enough to buy them beer. (laughs) J.J. on the Sixers is going to be the NBA version of Rodney Dangerfield in Back to School. In college, he used to play Halo against Adam Morrison. This year, he can play Shoots and Ladders with Jaleel Okafor. (laughs) That completes the J.J. Reddick's way older than his teammates jokes. If you can believe it, after 31 career games played in the NBA, Joel Embiid enters a contract year. If he struggles with injuries again this season, the Sixers' front office is going to have a hard time figuring out what to pay him. It'd be like if movie execs had to decide whether to max out The Rock for the next four movies after his performance in The Scorpion King. (laughs) Sure, he was a great Scorpion King, but is he the next movie star? Now ask yourself the same question with Kelly Preston, the Greg Oden of 80s Super Babes. Oh, nice. Uh, Ben Simmons has a chance to be the biggest Australian athlete of the year. Well, besides the great white shark that beat Michael Phelps. (laughs) Nice. It was good to see T.J. McConnell come into his own last year. I was wondering what happened to that kid who stole Kevin Durant's talents in Thunderstruck. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into the changes the Sixers made in the So they drafted Markel Fultz with the number one overall pick. Sergio Rodriguez and Tiago Splitter have now gone back to wherever they go back to. And Jared Bayless is an unsigned, restricted free agent. They're adding uh, Bed Simmons to the roster after his uh, oh, redshirt sure. season yeah. in how can Philadelphia. I for- how can I forget that? We were at the Summer League in Vegas this year, and Fultz injured himself in the first game at Summer League. Yep, It's almost like you could... Just hear everyone's thoughts in the entire arena as just like, well, he's out for the season. Yeah, this might as well be happening. Yeah, speaking of Fultz, I did a little research for the uh, the changes segment. So one of the things that came up about Markel Fultz being excited to play for Philadelphia was 
that the city has seven Chick-fil-A restaurants as opposed to Boston, which has zero. Oh, okay. So they traded the number one pick. When he came to visit, they even had Chick-fil-A all ready for him for breakfast. Mm-hmm. He was stoked. He was ready to go there. Great. But oh, no. Philly has seven Chick-fil-A's. I looked it up, and there are actually ten NBA cities that have more Chick-fil-A's than Philadelphia. Okay. Are we going to try and name them? I've got them all. I mean, if you want to try and guess them, feel free. I will. Okay? Okay. Houston. Houston is number one. Okay. They have 43 Chick-fil-A's. That's a lot of (laughs) Chick-fil-A's. And some of the worst obesity in the country, too. You don't say. Dallas? Dallas is number four. Okay. Um, They're number five with 17. However, Fort Worth has a bunch as well. Okay. San Antonio? Number three. Number three. 27. I thought I'd clear the Texas Texas first. Okay. So seven is the amount that Philly has, right? There's seven in Philly, right. Atlanta. Atlanta is number two, 30 Chick-fil-A's. 30 Chick-fil-A's. Orlando? Orlando has 14. Okay, so I'm five for five so far. That's pretty good. Let's see. Charlotte? Number four. Nice. 21 Chick-fil-A's. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Just a couple left. Yeah, I have four left. Four left. This is tough because I want to say Memphis, but I'm not going. To, I'm not going there. Okay. I might later. Okay. To be continued. <laughs> what am I missing out on? Am I missing on a uh, Orlando? No, I already said Orlando. These these cities just have one or two more than Philly. Okay. So you got all the ones that have the most. Okay. So these last four are just barely squeaked by Philadelphia. Phoenix. Phoenix has nine. Yeah. Phoenix good, is good job. The last three all have eight, which is just one more than Philly. Oh, the last three all have eight. Indiana? Indianapolis is one of them. Indianapolis yep. has it. Yep. Cleveland? No. Oh, I went eight for eight. Yes. That uh, was pretty good. Until then. New Orleans? No. Oh, man. Give them to me. The, the last two. two are Memphis Okay. and Oklahoma City. Each have eight. Memphis and Oklahoma City. I thought, I thought Memphis, they were going to try and pull the wool over my eyes and... I'm. I was so surprised. I mean, do people in New York not like Chick Fil A? What? What Chick Fil A just? I bet you Chick Fil A doesn't like people in New That's York. That's right. Too many atheists. But also, it's not as easy to get in and build and get new places going in New York. It is when you have people lining up out the door for your two thousand percent profit chicken. <laughs> yeah. We haven't had a good uh, trivia game like that in a bit. I'm glad you did that. <laughs> yeah, you did really well. Thank you. Uh, the starting lineup. Let's tell our listeners about this starting lineup. And now, the starting lineup for your Philadelphia 76ers! By the way, first playoff team in our predictions. Wow. We're predicting uh, Philadelphia gets the eighth and final spot in the Eastern Conference. Markel Fultz, if he's healthy, straight out of the gate, point guard. Yep, round face point guard, Markel Fultz. J.J. Redick, mm-hmm. the richest man in Philly, starting at the two guard. Apologies to Nick Stauskas' minutes. Ben Simmons, you know, small forward, point guard. You know, it's kind of like Ben Simmons, LeBron, and Markel Fultz is Kyrie. Toma- tomato, know. tomato. Dario Saric is a starting power forward. I like that player. I bet yeah. he's going to be the uh, the unsung hero on this starting five. Two first-team all-rookies on this team. All-rookies. Uh, Joel Embiid being the other one, mm-hmm. starting center, as long as he can stay healthy, of course. Yeah. Joel uh, Okafor is still, uh, still on this team. You know, I was so excited ranking or uh, you know finding out this information about Chick-fil-A and the cities that had the most restaurants. Mm-hmm. I decided... 
in honor of Philadelphia 76ers who are making my they're making a move into my top 5 league pass teams this year. Whoa. I'm going to be watching a lot of Philadelphia, at least that's my plan here in uh, in the middle of the summer. But I thought I would reveal for listeners my top 5 league pass rankings for this upcoming season. Yeah. Uh, the Rockets are on there. Sure. To be fair, I'm a Rockets fan, and they're they're on my list every year. Every year that they had either Yao Ming or James Harden. Anyways, there was a little dark period. We don't talk in about between that. there. Yeah, don't talk about. It's that. like that scene in The Lion King where he, this is all league pass <laughs> except that dark area way out there. Everything the light touches. Yeah. Uh, the Thunder definitely sure. one of my league pass teams. Westbrook's can't miss, and how he teams up with Paul George, of course, is going to be fun to watch. The Timberwolves, mm-hmm. they've been one of my league pass teams for years, and they're better than ever this year. Going to be more compelling. The 76ers, great league pass team. Going to have a full team of all rookies and Rodney Dangerfield at shooting guard. <laughs> and then the Pelicans. I would have put the Lakers in here, but mm-hmm. the Lakers are our local team. Sure. And I think they're going to be on national TV for half of their games anyway. Right, yeah. So the that's Pelicans. Why, that's why you didn't put Warriors, Cavs, Boston. Right, right. Yeah. League pass teams are the, the teams that uh, you get to see less often, but yeah. are fun to watch. I like it. Uh, what does is, what is Vegas think? The Bob, you'll be surprised to find out that ba- Vegas has them at 40.5. I mean, that's, they're, they're basically, you're saying they're going to be a 500 team. They're really buying the 76ers Kool-Aid, which doesn't make sense as a thing to say. But I said it. Since 05-06, they've only had three seasons where they've and they've all been around 500. Where they've they, they haven't okay. had like 45, 46 wins. They've had 41 wins, 41 wins, 40 wins. So their best teams in the past decade have been 500 teams. Say they end up at 38 wins, it, people are not going to say that's a failure of a season, especially since it's going to get them in the playoffs yeah. in the East. But what about Survivor? The game of Survivor. These 76ers do have brittle bones, so mm-hmm. who's going to survive? I'm giving the conch to Dario. Nice. He's the only Sixers draft pick who won't twist an ankle on the log run or pull a hammy on the banana toss. <laughs> the banana toss. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. First guy voted off the island, Nick Stauskas. Oh. Apologies to our favorite Canadian hot sauce. Bob, unfortunately, I said there is no winner because everyone suffers leg injuries on day one and the show gets put on hold for a year. Either that or Jill Okafor just walks around with a hoodie and starts punching people. Well, now comes the time of the show where we uh, play the game Five Stars. This is where we rank stuff from the city of Philadelphia. 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 City of brotherly love, five stars between one and five stars. Mm -hmm. It's called Five Stars. We rank between one and five. Mm Mm-hmm. Cheese sticks. Nice. About to throw a curve to curveball to listeners who listened to our Dallas preview when I gave steak two stars. Yeah. May surprise you to hear that I really like cheese sticks. Right. I, I like the sandwich version of something on the menu more than the non-sandwich version almost every time. Good steak and good wine are wasted on me. Give me the chopped up stuff covered in mozzarella straight off the hot cooktop. Put it on some pillowy gluten-filled bread while you're at it. Five stars. Yes. I'll get my Philly cheesesteak ranking out of the way here. Okay. I've never had one in Philly, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say that a good Philly cheesesteak is probably better than a good slice of New York or Chicago pizza. But also, I've heard they use cheese Whiz in their cheesesteaks. Like, that's a thing. Oh, huh. 
a little is, less which is questionable yeah <laughs> questionable but because i have never had one tentative four stars okay because i like them but you know we'll we'll reserve the five until i actually go there and get the whiz going i ranked uh dion waiters Guess we'll have to wait for Dion to make his triumphant return to his hometown of Philadelphia. Oh, we thought that was in the bag. Yeah. On the Cavs and Thunder, Dion was a punchline. Now he's got his own comedy special on the heat. I think almost every professional NBA player gets to the league because they have exponentially more irrational confidence than most human beings. Mm -hmm. So let's say their average NBA player has like 100 times more irrational confidence than your regular Joe. Dion has 100 times more confidence than your average NBA player. <laughs> Four stars. Okay. Booing Santa Claus. Do they boo Santa Claus? Have you ever heard about this? Back in, I think, 2001, <laughs> fans in Philadelphia booed and threw snowballs at Santa Claus. Wow. I think this was a... Tough, tough crowd. The picture I'm reading is from 2001, but it says that this took place... In 1968, at an Eagles game. Wow! You know, you know what? I'm actually I'm in favor of booing Santa Claus, and I look at it as we all love Santa Claus until the reality is thrust upon us that this figure is not real. So it's just a it's a bunch of adults really booing their childhood. They were letting off some steam. But overall, I'm going to give booing Santa four stars because I think it's funny. <laughs> It's like when they found out Santa wasn't real. That's the same disappointment they feel every year when they're an Eagles fan. Yeah, exactly. I ranked uh, Rocky movies. Nice. Rocky, he uh, made Philadelphia famous, you know, unlike that Ben Franklin guy. Who? Maybe it's because I wasn't raised on Rocky movies. Maybe it's because I was born in the 80s rather than the 60s or 70s. I thought Creed was a good movie. Creed is great. But the other Rocky movies, I don't even get into while I'm drinking with my friends. Yeah. I don't know what the hell Sly Stone is even saying half the time. I feel like my taste overlaps with Bill Simmons a lot, except I don't give a damn about baseball or Rocky. Two mm. stars. Pennsylvania. Did you ever watch The Kroll Show? No. Nick Kroll's I, show. I, I, on, I know yeah. Nick Kroll. Yeah, I've heard it's funny. Yeah. They did a skit, Pennsylvania, which was basically a skit about two brothers, one to own a pawn shop in Philly and one to own a pawn shop in Pittsburgh. Okay. And... uh <laughs> It was brilliant. Great accents. Listening to him try to do the accents and talk about oh, they nice. both own pond. Yeah. So uh, five stars. Watch that. was a good show, but also a very good skit. Uh, I gotta check that out. On the next episode of Brick House. Next episode, my beloved cursed franchise is up next. Falling from the top five of the past few years down to fifteen. We even had a team expert on the show this summer who said this team may be the hardest to predict this upcoming season. I've got a prediction though. They will be overshadowed by the team they share a building with, even though that team will win 15 fewer games. But there's good things happening with this team behind the scenes, too. We'll get into the details on the next episode of Brickhouse. Thank you.